Thanks so much for joining us today on Jesus Girl Roar, where we're going to be talking about the amazing things God is doing in his church right now on the earth. Supernatural, incredible, incredible works. So buckle in. You don't want to miss today's conversation. Hey guys, welcome to the show that gives you the tools you need to break through into all you were created to be, to live your life full of hope and purpose. I'm Pam Ramey, and Jesus Girls, let's find our role. Hey, 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 Jesus Girls and guys, thanks so much for joining us today. Pam Ramey here, and boy, do we have a treat for you today. We have pastor teacher Katie Nathan in the house. She was launched into full-time ministry in 2017, and she does these amazing discipleship programs and spiritual coaching programs with kids all the way up to adults. Pastor, teacher, Katie, how are you doing, girl? I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited. Hey, this is a long time coming. A long time. We've talked about this. Yes, we have. And here I am sitting right across the table from you, and I am thrilled. God's timing is perfect. God's timing is so perfect. Yes. So tell us a little bit about you. I know you're a mama as well. Yes. I have a 16-year-old, just got her license not too long ago. Oh, boy. Now there's a new season of life. Now I love it. I love having a chauffeur. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what people talk. I love having a chauffeur. If I can get her to drive anytime, I'm for it. I, love is, it. I, I can't believe that Kelly's got her driver's license. That is so awesome. I know. She's fantastic. She She's is. She's an fantastic. excellent driver, too. I bet she is. She really that, is. That doesn't surprise Well, she Did mm-hmm. you teach her? I did. <laughs> well, and I sent her to lessons. And you sent her yeah, to lessons. Absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. was that was smart. Well, you know, it's I've been wanting you to come on the show for a while. And as you just said, we were waiting for God's timing. Mm-hmm. And boy, is this ever God's timing because you just came back from Pakistan. Yes. Tell us a little bit about what you were doing over there. It was fantastic. Well, the Lord, through some steps there, he invited me through a pastor out there in Pakistan mm. to come on out. And now that took some work and praying because you don't go to the country of Pakistan unless God called you to go because there's no other reason to go to that country. How do you, how do you mean that? So if I was to give you a time frame of what it looks like over there, as far as what year it would be there, because you know, Mm -hmm. when you go to third world countries, they're 20, 30 years back from where America is, Right. right? So in Pakistan, I would say it's about four B.C., Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's stunning. Mm-hmm. How did you, how did that God open that door for you? Uh, it was actually through my um, leadership and pastoral discipleship online business. That is just wonderful. So, how long were you there and what exactly was the role that you played? Sure. Why did God call you to Pakistan? Why did God call me? Yeah. (laughs) Well, one, because I said yes. Mm. And he made that very clear. It's not because I'm someone special. It's not because I have more than somebody else. It's not because it it is literally because I said, Lord, yes. And I will be an instrument in your hands. You use me. Isn't that wonderful? And I meant it. And you meant it. And I meant it. So I went for 14 days with travel time. I was there 11 business days. Um, Yeah. 
So now you're in Pakistan, but you're going over to Pak- you went to Pakistan for a very specific purpose. Yes. Share that purpose with us. Yes. So my ministry is called His Life Through Us. I love that. And so that. I am passionate I about that. teaching and discipling people into how do we be a conduit mm-hmm. of God's power and glory for which he's called us, our destiny and our purpose to release that to the people. So I went for the verse that my whole ministry stands upon. The one where it says, Jesus said, go preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead. Good. Wow. So that's why you went. That's why I went. You went. And so you had a connection with a pastor in Pakistan to actually go over and teach and preach, and equip, and to impart Mm -hmm. destiny, Mm -hmm. destiny and Mm -hmm. purpose into Mm -hmm. the lives of these precious people. And you know what really taught me over there is that when we as believers, Pam, when we get solo focused on our assignment and purpose and destiny, Mm -hmm. there's no stopping us. Isn't that true? Yeah, it's amazing because, you know, we we say, oh, yeah, well, it's over in another country. Of course, there's miracles over there. Mm -hmm. No, the reason why there's miracles over there is because we're focused on Mm -hmm. the assignment and purpose for which we were created. I'm not worried about my bills. I'm not worried about my house. I'm not worried about my child. I have no other concerns except the focus of the assignment that God has given me. That is that is very beautiful Mm -hmm. and so true. Mm -hmm. It is. That is what propels us. Into our destiny is keeping, well, you know, I think about Habakkuk 2, 2, where he says, write the vision down, keep the vision in front of you, keep it in front of you, because without vision, a people perish, right? Amen. Pastor, teacher, Katie, they will, Mm -hmm. we will perish. So you, what kind of vision, what kind of focus did you see in Pakistan? Mm -hmm. So my focus was always, so out of those 11 days that I was actually on the ground there, Mm -hmm. 10 of those days, I preached 31 times. 31 times. 31 times. 31 different messages. My, my gracious. 31 different people groups. Tell us a little bit about yeah. those people groups. So um, I did a pastor's evangelist conference for pastors and evangelists in the communities. I did a mm-hmm. youth conference. I did a kids conference where kids from the villages, remember 4 BC, kids from the villages within 300 miles mm. traveled just so I can teach and the parents and anoint them for was, their destiny and purpose for which they were created. So you were anointing them. You were would, praying over mm-hmm. them. You were teaching them. Yep. Oh, I was teaching what God created them to be. That is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And how were they responding? They loved it. <laughs> they loved it. And that was really cool because as I was going through the different, we called them programs there. Here we'd mm-hmm. probably say conferences. But the different programs that we hit, had over there for each one, you would see some of the same people coming back would to you? the different locations and coming. Yes. Were there, was there a, like a large area of real estate that you were traveling through? Was it a pretty so, concentrated area? So it was all over the place. You're I literally all- felt like Jesus. I literally felt like Jesus because we would wake up early in the morning. We woke up one morning at 6, 6 a.m., well, before 6 a.m., but we left the, the home at 6 a.m. and we went to the village like five minutes down the road. And we got out and we were walking from 
I guess we would call it house, uh, mm-hmm. probably like some kind of hut. You know, they all make their own homes there. So we were walking from hut to hut through manure, all on my shoes, all in my toes. And we would go and I would pray for the people. I would anoint the people and we would just teach the people. So pastor, teacher, Katie, do, did you have an interpreter Tell us a little bit about what that experience was like and how um, were they responding to that? Absolutely. So, yes, I had an interpreter 100% Mm -hmm. of the time. 100% of the time. We had a whole team. I had two assistants with me. We had an interpreter the entire time. Uh, We had a driver. We had a security team. Um, We had maidens that made my clothes every single day. And got me dressed. Uh, we had a butler wow. that slept outside of our door 24-7, anything we ever needed. Um, it was amazing that when you Such move, hospitality. Oh, my gosh. Such we, hospitality. And that's what I want. I mean, they are the, mo- I, they are the most amazing family in the country of Pakistan. I have never seen servants of the Lord, and their hearts are truly to serve God. And I got to watch a firsthand picture mm-hmm. of how how they develop their heart in order to walk in their destiny. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Mm-hmm. What, what, what does that picture look like? I think one of the biggest things that I saw was um, after every time I would preach, it was mm-hmm. a lot, right? Mm-hmm. The pastor who brought me over, he would stand on the mic and he would repeat my entire message. And so what I've noticed is, you know, a lot of times we listen to things and mm-hmm. we hear things, but we never sow it into our heart because we have to sow by the words of our mouth because they're seeds. Mm-hmm. Our words are seeds. Yep. So just to think about it is not enough. It is you not enough. You have to say it you out of your say, mouth. You got to declare it. And so they, he would say the whole thing. And then later that night when we would have conversations, uh, the wife would be there and she would start to speak. Well, first of all, she was my translator. So she got Mm -mm. to speak every word I was speaking, but they would continue to re-speak the words and the revelations that the Lord had taught through my messages. And you were actually seeing people respond. Oh, yes. It it reminds me of that scripture, Job 22, 28, that says, decree a thing and see it established. That's what you saw firsthand Mm -hmm. while you were preaching and teaching. Yeah. That is amazing. There was this one time uh, we went to, we called it the prayer festival. There was about 2,000 plus people there in the building. There was a whole lot more that came, but they didn't let them inside. Um, so there was about 2,000 people, and I get up to preach, and I hear Holy Spirit say, just say my name. Just and I was like, okay, name. how am I going <laughs> to how am I gonna work this into a sentence of some sort? Because I'm not just going to scream, Jesus Christ. I mean, you have to remember, this is a Muslim country. Mm-hmm. Um, these people, I have my Facebook posted all over the country within hundreds and hundreds of miles and villages Mm -mm -mm. everywhere. They have been anticipating this meeting that we are now standing there and they're all excited. They want to know what is the word of the Lord. And only 2000 people can get in. You have overflow is what I'm hearing you say. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of what people, hunger. Yeah, they, they were on it. And so I stood up and I, I said, OK, I heard you, Holy Spirit. And I told them, I said, I started my message with Jesus sent me all the way, <laughs> all the way from America to come here for you today just to give you a message. I said, I am here to tell you a story about somebody that I know and his name 
and I shouted it, is Jesus Christ. Christ. Immediately in the center of that crowd, about one to 200 people fell out. Wow. It was like a bomb dropped right there. And right at the pinnacle point and the focal point of where it dropped, someone started screaming out and manifesting, right? She was getting her deliverance. I hadn't even started preaching yet. And so you said his name. That's it. At the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. every knee has mm-hmm. to bow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What a testimony. It was fantastic. What a testimony. What must that have been like for you? I mean, I was ready to go over there and deal with the demon, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also have a deliverance team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to go help her get free. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at my interpreter and she's like, I was like, what's going on? Like, that's what's, you know, we had the conversation. She's like, yeah. She's like, it's just a distraction. She's like, start preaching. And I was like, I was like, I can go handle it real quick if you want me to. She's like, just start preaching. Just start preaching. Well, what's really cool about that story, about three days later, I was at another program where I was preaching mm-hmm. and they allowed the people at that time to come one by one. A lot of times they didn't, but sometimes they did. Uh, that's a lot of work. And so That's a lot of work because you were praying and laying hands on each person. Yes. My, that, yes. that must have been hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Sometimes. Wow. Yeah. It was. Uh, And the exhaustion after the power of God working through you like that, it's just, it was an amazing experience. I love it. But that girl came up to me and she wanted to tell me her testimony. A lot of times people came up to me just to tell me their testimony. So the girl you're, you're referring to right now is the one that was experiencing deliverance the deliverance yes during that oh my goodness and she came to me and she said because I kept asking the Lord what happened to her what happened mm-hmm. to her did she get free I want to make sure she's free yeah. and she said I just want you to know I'm free this demon <laughs> has been tormenting me has been scratching me giving me bruises like it's been beating her up oh my for goodness. so long and she's like when you came and said whatever you said because you know she doesn't she she said it left it left and it's I'm free so I sealed her and I filled her with the Holy Thank Ghost. You, Jesus. And I saw Thank her again you, the next day. <laughs> I love how that she had to find you. Mm. And you were you were asking God to bring her to you and she had to find you mm-hmm. to let you know that she got free. Whew, that is <laughs> that is so powerful mm. and so exciting. Mm. Let me ask you this. How do you, how would you compare the churches, the, the, the hunger, if you will, mm-hmm. of what you experienced in this third world country of Pakistan and then compare it to our Western culture? Mm-hmm. Speak into that if you don't mind. Well, you know, Pam, that's a really interesting question. Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting question because when we're talking about the hearts and the knowledge of the spirit mm-hmm. and the spirit realm and spiritual things in other country versus the Western culture, mm-hmm. it's total opposite, total opposite. And I'm talking about from the Christian standpoint, because in the Western culture and the occults and the Satanism and all that, they mm-hmm. know spirits are real. They know God is real. They, they, they're very in tune with right. the spirit realm. Yep. It's the ones of us who are under religion. 
or Ooh, under church. There is a word right there. there we go. Yeah, kill uh-huh. it, mm-hmm. <laughs> kill it. Listen, I don't want religion. I just I want either. Jesus Christ. I, just, I want relationship. Yes. And that's what Jesus wants is relationship. That's what he wants. He hates religion. He does. That's man made. Yes, it is. It totally yes, is. Yes, it is. So, what I'm hearing you say is that you didn't feel such that religious spirit when you were when you were in Pakistan. You or they weren't. How how would you explain that to our listeners? So I did sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where it takes discerning of spirits uh-huh. and great discernment to be a upon a country that is Muslim right. in your preaching to thousands. Because, you know, not everyone's there just to see you for good reasons. There for are people reason, that yeah. are there that are not there for good reasons. There are not, and they're not happy that you are there. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we ha- I had to, as I was preaching, be so in tune with the Holy Spirit. Because yes. there were some times I wanted to cross a line. Mm-hmm. And he would bring me to a line and then he'd bring me somewhere else. And so in that, I was watching the movements of, okay, because of the religious spirit mm-hmm. of Muslim, like, let's stay away from that. Let, let's just, let's share what we're here to share. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Where do you see things moving and changing in the Western church mm. right now? Oh, that's so good. That's so good. See The Lord told me the other day that there's a lot of great light coming up from the depths of darkness. And I think that sums it up. There is a lot of darkness within our churches and our families and in our homes and in the schools that is coming to the light. There's secrets that have been held for so long Mm -hmm. in people's private lives. Mm -hmm. And we come together and we act like everything's okay, but Mm -hmm. it's not. And those secrets and darknesses are starting to be revealed. I, I'm saying the exact same thing, and it's a t- it's it's a time where God is cleansing his his bride. Jesus is cleansing his bride. Amen. And the darkness is being revealed. Amen. We're seeing that mm-hmm. all over, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Aren't we? And that's why it's so important to be in tuned and have discerning mm-hmm. in the spirit realm, because that could really get you downcast, mm-hmm. depressed. Because there's so much darkness coming out. Right. But if you see, it's all part of the process of God's plan of purging yes. so that people can be made whole. So people can now come out with what they need so we can walk in the fulfillment of our destiny. And isn't that what it's all about? Yes. That is what it's all about. That's the desire of the heart of our father is that we would fulfill the destiny that he has written over every single one of our lives that's that's our ultimate goal, right? My spirit's jumping out of my skin right now. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it cool. Yes, that's what I'm so passionate about. Yeah. That's why I do what I do. That's why I dedicate my life to full-time ministry and to the people mm-hmm. because I want to help them learn and follow in the footsteps of their calling and destiny because mm-hmm. it's different for all of us. It's different for all of us. Pastor, teacher, Katie, I... Could you please speak to our audience about destiny to that person that maybe thinks, you know, 
I, I don't think I have a destiny on my life. I don't, you know, I, I, I look at somebody maybe like you who can speak and can teach and preach, and, but I don't see those kinds of gifts on me. What would you say to that person, to someone like that in our audience? Mm. Well, that was a process I had to go through too. Mm-hmm. And it started with learning what my true identity was. Boy, that's good. Who am I? Who, Who was I created to be? Yes. And when I realized that I was a daughter, yeah. a child of the most high God, yeah. of the master <laughs> of the universe, of the creator and the author of life, and that his love abounds for me. Yeah. When I saw that he's the big G God and I'm the little G God, mm-hmm. and that he gave me dominion and power, his dominion and power on this earth to rule and reign. I said, there's something to that. There's something I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And in that I started to unravel and discover my destiny because the Bible says that your destiny and purpose is only found in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. So you have to learn how to get in Christ Christ. to discover your purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm passionate about. Helping people discover to find and follow in their purpose and destiny. And we're not really able to do that until we understand how critical it is to get into relationship. Yes. Right? And then what does that look like? And what does that look like? Right. And renewing our mind to the truth mm-hmm. of the word of God. Yes. Amen. Yeah. The, when I first started meeting with Jesus in the secret place years ago, he told me the most important thing to him is our heart. And I had to search that out. Lord, what do you mean by my heart? Mm -hmm. See, the thing is we hear things in church, but we don't search out the matter. You hear a sermon, but you never think about it again. Mm -hmm. You take the words that I'm saying even now and you never go find it for yourself. Boy, that is, that's, there's a lot of power in what you just said. And I, and it, it takes me back to that scripture in Psalm, Psalms, I'm not the exact address, but we're, where. God says, above all things, above all things, guard your heart, Mm -hmm. all things. Mm -hmm. Like that is pretty like definitive. Mm -hmm. All things guard your heart. Yes. And that means what's going into our mind, what we're feasting on, Mm -hmm. what we're allowing ourselves to take in and to believe and I loved what you just said, to search out the matter. Mm -hmm. He wants us in his word Mm -hmm. to search out the matter. Mm -hmm. And then teaching people how to go even further. Mm -hmm. See, we don't talk about we can move and have our being even in the spirit realm. Because Jesus says that we are in heavenly places. And we take that as just intellectual knowledge. But it is a fact and it's an actual location and a place in an unseen realm. So just like Christ is three in one and he can be anywhere at any time, Mm -hmm. well, we can't be like him, but we are here and we are in heavenly places at the same time. So how do we start to learn? How do I move my spirit man in an unseen realm? That is so good. Mm -hmm. Tell our listeners, how do you do that? You just opened up a whole can. I know. I just opened (laughs) up a whole can. I knew I was going to also. (laughs) Well, you have to have a hunger. You have to be hungry. You have to have a hunger. Yes. And all those questions, like you said, well, I don't know if I was born with a purpose. Well, what does the word of God said? Mm -hmm. The word of God said that I have written your entire book from the beginning to the end. And I have purposed your life in Christ Jesus. Everybody has an assignment. Everybody. Everybody. 
and it is always going to be to affect generations. It's Ooh, yes. never for yourself. That's why when I hear people say, well, my, my only goal in life was to be a husband or a wife or to be married or to raise these kids. That might've been an assignment for a time, right? But they're gone now. You're not done. If you're living, you're, you're not, not done. done. There is a great word right there. That's it. So you have to, in order to move into the next realms, I'll tell you the surface short answer. Mm -hmm. Learn how to meditate. Mm -hmm. Learn how to meditate. Because this is, let me give you a golden nugget, a spiritual golden nugget. I'll take it. The enemy takes all the truths of God Mm -hmm. and he twists them. Yeah. And he perverts them. Yes, he does. So the best way to see how things work in the spirit realm is to, I'd like to listen to a lot of um, testimonies of high occult people who turn to Jesus Christ now preaching the word and they're given Mm. all their testimonies. I love that And all the secrets, right? Yeah. And you see the power. See, because what they do in the darkness is what we do in the light, but they do it illegally spiritually. And if we're doing it legally, then we're doing it by the power of Holy Spirit. So the enemy has taken and perverted the word meditate. You are absolutely right. He takes every good thing of God and perverts it, just tweaks it enough until it's perverted. And enough until you say, wait, hold on. Yeah. Hold on, Pat. Meditate? We're not supposed to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's the very thing we're supposed to do. It is the very thing to mm-hmm. meditate on the word of God, to meditate on his love, to meditate on who we are in him. Yes. Yeah. If you do that every single day, Pam, mm-hmm. even for two months, your life will be radically changed. You will find your spirit, man. You will find yourself leaving your body with the Holy Ghost, going to places you didn't even know existed. Jesus, girls and guys, I want you to pay attention to this right now, because when you are hungry, hungry for the relationship with Jesus, your life will radically change. And I loved how you just said that, that the first thing we have to be is hungry. Yes. Yes. You got to have a desire for him. Yeah. We have desires for, we have so many idols in our life and I'm preaching to myself. We got the idols of sleep. We got the idols of food. We got the Mm -hmm. idols of kids and relationships Mm -hmm. and cars and houses. Everything's an idol. See what I've realized is our cell phones, our cell phones. (laughs) Definitely. What I've realized is that we've put our destiny on the back burner because there's so many things that we put before it. I mean, how can we go an entire week Six days a week, and we come into church on Sunday thinking that we're going to get something. See, there's prophecy, mm-hmm. there's process, yes, and then there's the promise. Then there's the promise. See, the problem is nobody wants to talk about the process. What I'm talking about today is the process. Is the process, and the process is so critically important because that is the that is God taking us from glory to glory to glory. And I love how he teaches us. He doesn't give us everything all at once because he knows we can't take it, but we have to be hungry for that next, that next piece Mm -hmm. because he gives a little bit here, Mm -hmm. a little bit there. And that's how he teaches us. And to be hungry for that and then to meditate on the peace that he does give us. Mm -hmm. And when we meditate on that, He gives us the next piece, doesn't he? Amen. And I want to tell our listeners, like, what is the best way to start meditating? Oh, that's good. Spiritually, legally, Mm -hmm. through the Holy Spirit. 
right? The best way is, is to find a time, set an hour aside where there's zero distractions and all you have to focus on is one scripture to get started. Be still and know that that I I am God. God. See, because the thing is, our mind is always moving. Our Mm -hmm. thoughts are always going. If we don't have rest and peace in our mind, Mm -hmm. you will never ever aspire to a level spiritually where you are able to walk in your destiny. Without peace in the mind, you cannot move forward. So the first step is learning meditation by just sitting there. And I just, and when I started, I would just, I would just repeat that verse over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I started to hear all those thoughts that are everywhere. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my mind is busy. How do I turn it off? Mm-mm. It keeps us distracted. Boy, that is good. That will change your life. That is so good. So you started with that verse. That's it. Sweet and touch. and then from there, mm-hmm. you just and then the next step is he will start to speak to you things mm-hmm. right as you're in there, and you'll start getting revelation of who he is in that moment and how he's related with you in your life. And so then I would start to take those revelations during that time of just Mm -hmm. that verse. And I would start to ponder and just think upon that and meditate and meditate just means repeating this thing over and over and over again. But here's a spiritual nugget. Mm. If you can meditate while imagining it, that's it. That's it. That's the key. And God gave us an imagination because he wants us to use it. He wants us to use it for his glory. He wants us to dream his dreams. Amen. Those are the desires. Those are the true desires of our heart. Amen. Amen. And see, when you realize, why does God want me to meditate and imagine it Mm -hmm. at the same time? Well, when we realize how the spirit realm works, Mm -hmm. people move there. See, In the spirit realm, when you're in the spirit and you're talking with Jesus face to face, you're not speaking with your mouth. You're speaking with, I don't know what it is, but it's like your inner being. Your inner being is speaking. It's like your thoughts. Your thought is speaking to your thoughts and you just know what each other is saying. Yes. Well, that's how you speak in the spirit realm. In the spirit realm, you move by imagination. Oh, that's really good. That's how you move. So if you want to move on earth, if you want to Mm -hmm. bring heaven to earth Mm -hmm. for the will of God, just like he says, let it be on earth as it is in heaven, then you have to do it through meditation and a peaceful mind. And you have to do it through your imagination. Boy, if you don't walk away with one other thing today, girls and guys, that's the thing I want you to walk away with right there. Walk away with that. So we're going to be using our, we are encouraging you. Pastor teacher Katie is encouraging us today to meditate. And that is the same thing as being in the secret place. Would you say the secret place or? So it starts there. It starts there. But then it comes to a point where all day long, you can be meditating on it so that when you go back uh, into yes. your meditation hour, it's mm-hmm. so much easier to press into the spirit. Well, it's like the scripture that says pray without ceasing. That's right. It's that. Mm-hmm. It's that we are in such a flow with Holy Spirit that we're just constantly, our spirits, we're communicating. Yes. We're one. We're meditating on on him. And 
That is so beautiful. And you can do that by getting to the place. Remember, it's a process. Mm -hmm. So it's okay if we're not there yet. Absolutely. I'm, I'm still in the process myself. And, and I'm going yeah. through it. Mm-hmm. And so, but, but you can get, when you get the focal point of your assignment mm-hmm. and your purpose and your destiny, when you get there, then everything else throughout the day becomes all about the assignment. That is, that is so good. That is really, really good. And, and I think another, I'm just going to jump back to something you said earlier, because I think it ties into what you're saying right now. And that is that we have to know our seasons. You said that, you know, there is a season you may, where, where you're raising your children or, but if you're still here on this earth, that's a season. And, and we've got to know our seasons, don't we? Mm. Oh, that Pam, you are speaking. Yes. Yeah. You're speaking my language. Absolutely. Yes. That's really one of the first things that I teach when mm-hmm. people come aboard with me and through discipleship is you have to know your season. Yeah. Because if you're out here trying to be in a relationship and God's calling you into the secret place mm. to rest with him and get an in intimacy because he has some things he needs to deal with in your heart yeah. before you're able to give your heart away. Boy, that's good. Right? And so when you don't know, then you get out of alignment. And when you get out of alignment, things just start to get chaotic and on and on and on. So yes, it is extremely important to know. And then how do you know that? Through meditation. Through meditation and imagination in those times with God, he reveals them to us because it's only in Christ Jesus that our stuff is found. I love so much how you really brought us full circle on that. I love that so much. Identity. We have to know who we are. We have, we, we are in the secret place. We need the, we need to hunger Mm -hmm. and thirst after that relationship with Jesus Christ. And may I impose one thing on that point is you have to have someone leading you there. Yeah, that is so important. You have got to have a teacher, a Mm -hmm. mentor, a discipler, somebody who is able to take your hand and teach you these things because you can talk about them. You can hear them. You can go in the secret place. But what's step two? You know, I'm telling you, that is so powerful right there because that's what we need more of. Yes, we need because we are called to be disciples, Mm -hmm. to disciple one another. Mm -hmm. I know that at our church, uh, abiding church in Woodstock, Georgia, our, our mantra is to rescue, restore Mm -hmm. and release. Amen. And it's just like you said, the prophecy, the process, and then the promise, it's the same thing. When we rescue someone, they need to be restored and they need to know how that's right. Because people don't know how yeah, and people need to know it's okay where you are yeah it's okay that you've messed up it's okay that you feel like a failure yes. it's okay that you listen I have too I'm sure you have ditto too. ditto yeah I mean, that's why we have a testimony that's, that's why right. we can talk to so many people because mm-hmm. we're probably the most messed up ones praise <laughs> the lord right we got testimonies <laughs> thank all you for Jesus days, for yeah <laughs> so if we can do it anyone can do it anyone but the can missing do it. link Pam and that's why I'm so passionate about spiritual coaching is People need someone to take by the hand. Isn't that true? Yeah. And yes, Jesus and Holy Spirit, they teach us. But we were not created to do life alone. No, we were not. You know, sometimes I think about, as we were talking about the church, we're talking about the church that, you know, the church says, come as you are. 
come as you are and then you get here and you know we don't like the way you are (laughs) and so there's a process and we've got to trust in the born again process and we need each other to link arms with to go through that process because as you just said and I could not agree more we, God did not intend us to do this life alone. Absolutely. We need each other. Absolutely. And that's why he is waking up his church. Can I throw out a bomb? Throw it Can out. Can I bomb this place right bomb now? Bomb this place. I was going to ask off Mike, but I'm just going to bomb it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said something that opened up a whole thing there for me. When... We come to church, we're supposed to come as we are, Mm -hmm. yet we get here and it's not okay to stay the way we are, which is true. I mean, Mm -hmm. God wants our heart to change. Right. But I think on the flip side of that, we got to have strong leaders. See, in the Bible, a church was never created for just one man to lead a place. When you lead a church, in fact, back in, in the scriptures, it wasn't even pastors, who were raising up churches. It was the apostles and the prophets that came. Mm -hmm. So the leadership in the churches need to change in the Western culture. When we go back to that, what is the difference in comparison? Well, the difference is in the other sphere of the world, they have the apostle, the teacher, the prophet, and the pastor, fivefold, and evangelist. They got, fivefold ministry. Right. They have a team at the top. Right. But when you have one person leading in a way it was not designed to lead, you're missing out the things that God wants for the people. Pam, I believe that is why the American church and religion, as we'll call it, is Mm -hmm. dying. The people are dying because it was never intended for one person alone to lead the people into all things. Boy, Wow. And I think we're starting to see that fivefold ministry arising right now uh, in our midst. Yeah. And yes. it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. And the Ecclesia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because the fivefold ministry, they have different hearts, and the way that they mm-hmm. see things are totally different. Mm-hmm. Even the way the fivefold reads scriptures totally mm-hmm. different, right? When when the evangelists when they read the word of God, they're always looking through the eyes of how can I save more souls? You're right. Right? Mm-hmm. When the prophet reads the word of God, all he's looking at is how God speaks. Right. Because he's the mouthpiece mm-hmm. of God, right? When the shepherd of the pastor, when they're reaching the word of God, when they're reading it, their eyes are totally different. They're how can I shepherd and love? How can I shepherd people? and love and impart? Right. Yes. These people. And then the teacher, when the teacher reads, and that's me, I'm always looking at the sound doctrine, mm. always the sound doctrine. So when you have all of these coming together, it's such a dynamite power of it's dynamite. God. It's, it's kind of like, it's cool to have Jesus. It's cool to have the father. It's cool to have the Holy Spirit. They were never meant to be alone. When you get one, you, you get, get the fullness, fullness of all three. Mm-hmm. And so I just decree and declare that our churches in America will start to envelop the fivefold ministry as the head of every church in America. Why, that's a powerful word. That's a powerful word. And you know what? I am telling you, we could go on for days. Amen. We could go on for days. This has been so powerful. 
I am fired up. <laughs> I am fired up. I am hungry. Mm-hmm. I am hungry. And I, you know, before we land this plane mm. today, would you mind saying a just a, an Im, give an impartation mm-hmm. to our listeners? Especially if they're feeling like they don't understand this. They don't know how to go to that next place. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in the process. We're all in the process, but they're stuck in the process somewhere. Could you just give an impartation, a word of impartation? Absolutely. We, what you're talking about is they need their destiny helper. Oh, yeah. They need the person to take them to the next step Mm -hmm. because they've done everything they had. They're hungry for God. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that are hungry for God, but they still don't know how to go to the next step. So I decree and declare, and I depart right now to every heart and every listener under the sound of my voice now and forever, whenever you're listening to this. I just right now, I open every door in the spirit realm to let in your destiny helper right now. I decree and declare that in the spirit realm from the north, south, east, and west, that your destiny helpers will be locating you in the name of Jesus, that your teacher shall come forth, that your instructor shall come forth, that your mentor will come forth and lead you into your purpose and destiny for which you were created in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. All you gotta do is say, I receive it and imagine it coming in that seed coming into your heart so it can grow. And I loved how you just said, receive it and imagine it. Receive it and imagine it. Yeah. Pastor teacher Katie Nathan, what a joy it has been and an honor it has been to have you in the Jesus Girl Roar studio today. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And Jesus girls and guys, thank you for being here. It has been great to have you here and we want to pray for you. And if you need prayer, then we're going to drop that information on how you can get prayer and reach out to us in the bio section. And also how can our listeners reach you? Sure. We can drop that in there too. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, And also I can leave my ministry email. Okay. So we'll drop all that information in the bio section as well. Thank you so much to our listeners for being with us today. We love you. Jesus is crazy about you. And we can't wait to be with you next time on Jesus Girl Roar.